1: And how happy I am that we're connected in this way. Transcending time and space via the Internet and the use of technology. I just love it. And we always start with a prayer. I'm going to say a blessing for us, and we'll invoke the Christ presence. And as we're settling in here, just while I'm thinking of it, I'm... Gonna invite you if you download the program through iTunes. I also would like to remind you that you could let anybody know that all of these programs are available for free and they're downloadable at iTunes. So you can put them on your iPod, have them on your computer to re-listen. And also, if you like this show, and you wouldn't mind writing a review at iTunes so that other people can find free support, I would appreciate it. So one way to find it at iTunes is simply to search for my name, Jennifer Hadley, at iTunes, and then you'll see the show there along with all the other free stuff that I offer at iTunes for your downloading. So... Oh, let us turn within, let us move into prayer. And uh, my engineer is asking me if I'm broadcasting from an aviary today. No, I just have all the windows open here. It's a beautiful sunny day. It's nice and cool outside and the birds are happy to be alive. <laughs> so, yeah, I like I like to have all the windows open, and I love the sound of the birds. So it makes me happy. They're right outside the window, and you know how they are in the morning. They just love it. So let's place our hand on our heart and be like the birds and be so grateful and so thankful that the love of God is all that there is. We're grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to the very highest possibility of our our life. So with our hand on our heart, we're remembering that the kingdom is within. So we seek the kingdom first, which is within, and all else is added unto us. So we are consciously opening our heart and mind to remember that which is truly valuable. We're opening our heart and mind to remember That which is our true identity and we invoke the higher Holy Spirit self into our awareness. We invoke divine grace into our awareness. They're always there for us and now in this moment we are saying yes to the infinite power and presence of love. We're saying yes to the maximum level of healing and peeling off layers of judgment and blame and shame and regret and resentment and hurt and fear and doubt and worry and anything that no longer serves us. We're letting all of it fall away. We're giving it to the Holy Spirit for heavy lifting. Yes. We may not know how to have a healing, but we know how to make ourselves available. And we're doing that right now, placing on the holy altar fire of divine love anything and everything that could obstruct the free flow of love in our heart, in our mind, in our life. We are grateful and thankful to share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. By grace, we live in gratitude we let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Woo! Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, some of you may be aware that I'm right in the uh, beginning of my A Course in Miracles series, and we are off to a fantastic start. The first week was with Gary Renard, True Forgiveness. Last week, Gabriel Bernstein. The focus was on healing self-esteem. And this week, we've got Tam McKeeves who's the author of a new best-selling book called Inspired and Unstoppable. And she's become a friend of mine. I just love this woman. And her work is really about helping us have a healing in our career and our creativity. And that is our focus this week. So if you're not already registered for the free eight-week teleclass, you can jump right in at livingacourseofmiracles.com eight weeks of free classes. And we go really deep, amazingly deep in these classes. I'm very much looking forward to what Tama will share with us this week. And then every Friday morning during the series, I do what I call the homework class, where I talk about really applying the teaching to the nitty-gritty of your life and getting into where the rubber meets the road because that's where the healing happens when we apply it. So it really is 1% knowing the spiritual principle and 99% putting it into practice. And it was amazing to me to finally have this revelation that, My practice was just a small percentage, and I was putting most of it into acquiring understanding of spiritual principle. And I had gotten to a place in my learning, in my education, in my unfoldment, where I would go to hear a speaker, or I would take a class or read a book, and I'd think, I already know this. But the fact was... I knew it only on an intellectual level. I didn't really know it because I wasn't really living it. And so I made the commitment to really live it. And I began to discover (laughs) that when you really make a commitment to live it 24-7 to the best of your ability, and you set the aspiration to increase your ability to live it purely, And to cultivate that pristine awareness of the truth. Then the healing happens. And this is the extra mile. I know uh, years ago, uh, Wayne Dyer did a series, and I was actually in the audience, he he um, recorded it at a retreat that I was on with him, and he did a series called, It's Never Crowded Along the Extra Mile, and that is the truth of it, when it comes to spiritual seeking, that uh, in that place where you live in the daily practice of it, where the rubber meets the road, and you hold yourself accountable, It's not that crowded. You'll find that there aren't as many people showing up in that space. And that is the space I've come to love. I just love it. And you know what's great is... I'm in spiritual community all the time. Seriously, every day I'm in spiritual community in one way, shape, or form. And this, this is my profession. It's my vocation. It's my hobby. It's my everything. I love spiritual community. And that's why I've been creating online community. And in spiritual community, we all show up at different points in our practice and we can all support and assist each other. And so what I love is creating that supportive, loving community that is a sacred circle. And, That's what I feel is happening for us here in this radio show, because I hear from you listeners, you post comments at Facebook, you post comments on my blog, my daily blog at JenniferHadley.com, and you send me emails, and I'm grateful for all of that. So I'll share with you, you can get my email address at my website, jenniferhadley.com, it's right there, and I love and appreciate the connection. I love and appreciate the feedback, so thank you. Thank you to everyone who's reached out one way or another and said that you're part of this sacred circle that we have at Unity Radio. So today... I asked the higher Holy Spirit self, what is the topic for today? And it's grace. And there's a wonderful teaching in the workbook. It's one of my favorites Lesson 169 By grace I live, by grace I am released. By grace I live, by grace I am released. And I remember when I first read this, it literally made me weep. It just touched such a place in my heart, this first two paragraphs. I'm going to share them with you. (laughs) It says, Then I'm going to invite you, just uh, as you prepare to hear them, to connect into your heart. And an awareness of divine grace. the truly, grace is always with you. This is the gift of God. This is love. You know, we take love for granted. We do. We take love for granted. Because it is our true identity. Because it is our birthright. Because it is our inheritance. We take it for granted. But without love, life would be hell. It would be absolute hell. There would be no point. And in fact, the truth that I've come to discover is that love is our life purpose. So many people are looking for their life purpose in creating something in this world rather than being their true identity. So for me, I was so grateful when I finally discovered that my life purpose is simply to be the very best giver and receiver of love that I can possibly be. That's my true identity. And it is the realization of my true identity that is my holy purpose. And so I can do that regardless of what my finances are. I can Be and live my holy purpose as a love bug, as a love magnet, no matter where I go, no matter what I do, no matter how I'm dressed, no matter how much money I have, no matter how I'm feeling, no matter where I am or where I go. And there's a huge relief in that. And it is divine grace that helps us to see it and know it and live it. By grace I live, by grace I am released. So with our hand on our heart, let us turn within and hear these beautiful words and let, let them activate in our heart and mind an awareness of the truth that's unprecedented. This is what we're making ourselves available for right now. Grace is an aspect of the love of God which is most Like the state prevailing in the unity of truth, it is the world's most lofty aspiration, for it leads beyond the world entirely. It is past learning, yet the goal of learning, for grace cannot come until the mind prepares itself for true acceptance. Grace becomes inevitable instantly in those who have prepared a table where it can be gently laid and willingly received, an altar clean and holy for the gift. Grace is acceptance of the love of God within a world of seeming hate and fear. By grace alone, the hate and fear are gone, for grace presents a state so opposite to everything the world contains that those whose minds are lighted by the gift of grace cannot believe the world of fear is real. So grace is the gift that keeps on giving. Grace is the gift that we have already been given. Grace is an aspect of the love of God which is most like the state prevailing in the unity of truth. So what, what I hear in that is that beyond our attachment to the illusion of life in a body. So in our spiritual awareness of the infinite, eternal nature of our spirit, we live in that pure awareness of divine grace at all the time. And we can, at any moment, decide to recognize that divine grace is always available to us. And it is simply our responsibility, our response ability to awaken, to call forth that awareness of divine grace and to value it above all else. So this is why in my daily prayers, and you may be one of my prayer partners, I hope you are, <laughs> and you can be if you choose to me, I have my Daily Spiritual Espresso, my prayer for today that I offer every day, at jenniferhadley.com. And you can sign up to receive an email with a click and pray in it, the audio recording of the prayer, or you can call it daily on your phone. All of that's available at JenniferHadley.com. So in the daily prayer, you will notice that I do just as I did at the beginning of the show, and I invoke divine grace into my awareness, into our awareness, because it's always there you see, but it's the partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self and the invocation of divine grace that supports us because it is affirming that this is where our attention is, this is what we're interested in, this is what we treasure. It's very easy. I know every day I can get caught up in the world of effects and get caught up in the world of effects and, and think that what I'm... Uh, Seeming to create in this world is what is so important. But the only thing that's really important is cultivating the ability to give and receive love fully and completely at the highest levels all the time. To remember our true identity. If we don't value that first and foremost, we really won't experience grace even though it's always with us. We won't recognize it. So it's it's kind of like, like attracts like. So I remember one time Michael Beckwith said, you don't get what you want, you get what you are. And you for sure don't get what you want, because being in a state of wanting is not a state of having. They're two different states. So what we experience... In this illusion, in the 3D world of projection, what we experience is what we're projecting. And so if we don't like what we're experiencing, we can change what we're focused on with our mind. So every day going into prayer and putting our attention on divine grace opens our heart and mind to love. It's like rebooting the system. (laughs) It's like Clearing the cache in your browser so that you can really experience the love of God as your life. So right now, as we're going to break, I'm going to invite you on the break to go to jenniferhadley.com and sign up to be a prayer partner of mine or listen to the prayer or make a bookmark there. And... Just reminding you, I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles, and we are most definitely walking the talk and living the love on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back.
0: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent. To be the love, be the peace, through practical application, as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
1: So we are focusing on becoming more aware of divine grace. Now, it's interesting. One of the experiences I have... All the time is the more I cultivate the pristine awareness, the more I purify my mind and my heart so that there's the spaciousness for love to be flowing through divine guidance, divine inspiration, divine intuition. We have to make room for it. If we are focused on what we think about everything, then that's where our attention is. We're not really available. We're not really listening to inspiration, guidance, intuition. So it's interesting. A lot of people, A, feel like they don't hear divine guidance. B, they get confused and they think, well, is that divine guidance or is that the ego? They don't know. And C, they are pushing it away. They get it, but they they recognize it, but they push it away. And trust me, I am an expert at all of those things. Oh, my goodness. So let me just say, first of all, divine guidance, inspiration, intuition, that is clear, clear as a bell, clear as a bell, perfect. The answered prayer in the form of inspiration is live streaming to you all of the time, 24-7, just as it is for everyone else. That is the grace of God. That is the love of God. We are surrounded and enfolded by love, and we are love. And every single human being is actually a spiritual being facilitating a human experience, and we are all love buds. Yes, we are. And we are here to remember that. That's why we're having this experience of thinking that we're separate, is to wake up and smell the spiritual coffee, or as I call it, the spiritual espresso, <laughs> and remember our true identity. So grace is acceptance of the love of God within a world of seeming hate and fear. Grace is acceptance of the love of God within a world of seeming Hate and fear. Hate and fear are not real. They are the experience, the projection of thought forms of separation, right? Now, when we are thinking thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation, hate and fear, we're not going to be available for divine guidance and inspiration. I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure that out. And we get in the habit of thinking thoughts of separation, and literally, it's like you're in the habit of smoking crack. You're in the habit of smoking cigarettes. You're in the habit of getting drunk. You're in the habit of anesthetizing yourself to the truth. And you're more interested in what you think. And that was me. And then I, I did a 180. And I decided to become more interested And the thoughts I think with God. And I really, on a daily basis, began to make the prayer offering of my thoughts. And I would say, Holy Spirit, higher self, holy self. I'm truly no longer interested in my own thoughts anymore. I only am interested in the thoughts I think with God. And I began to experience divine grace in the most extraordinary ways, in the healing of my heart and mind. I began to, in earnest, cultivate the pristine awareness, and I began to feel more free. Now, in the Living a Course in Miracles series that we're doing with uh, Gary Renard and Rhonda Britton and so many great spiritual leaders and teachers, every single one of these people, David Hoffmeister, every single one of them, is sharing, Tammy what they have learned to do, how they have learned to walk their talk. So regardless of what you think your challenge is, uh, healing in your finances, healing in the emotional body, the, the suffering of depression, healing in the area of relationships, we're covering all of this in our eight weeks of class, and every single one of us is sharing that what we have done in order to truly know the truth is we have put it into practice in our daily life. Grace is not learned. The final step must go beyond all learning. Grace is not the goal this course aspires to attain right? We don't attain grace. We already have it. Grace is acceptance of the love of God within a world of seeming hate and fear. That option is always available. So here's the question. When you get up first thing in the morning, do you opt in to a world of grace? Do you opt in to my life purpose is to live a life of love? And today is going to be perfectly ordered and organized. For me to accomplish learning to love with more ease and more grace. And praise God for that. I don't have to do anything. I need do nothing. I don't have to do anything in order for that to unfold. Grace is acceptance of the love of God. So we don't have to go anywhere and subscribe to it. We don't have to meet some standard. We don't have to go through some training program. We don't have to submit an application. We have to only accept it. We accept it. We accept the love of God. Now, here's the thing. So many spiritual seekers, and this was me, so many spiritual seekers like me, feel unworthy of the love of God. Why? Because we prefer to focus on thoughts of lack and attack, limitation and judgment, even though we know it's the source of all our suffering. And then we find ourselves in this position of begging God to help us because we've made such a mess of things. And we've made such a mess of things that we've actually convinced ourselves that our suffering is because of the circumstances. And not because we have chosen our own egotistical thoughts rather than the love of God. We think that we're suffering and we're miserable and the circumstances of our life are creating it. That if the circumstances of our life changed, then we would be happy. And it's like trying to rearrange the chairs on the deck of the Titanic. Over and over again, day after day. You know, and ultimately, the very best thing that can happen, and it does happen through divine grace, is we surrender. We give up. We realize that no matter how good we get at controlling and manipulating the circumstances of our life, no matter how we excel at manipulating our loved ones and our co-workers and all the people in our life to do and say and be the things we think they should do and say and be, no matter how excellent we get at controlling and manipulating the circumstances of our life, we will never be happy for more than a moment. Because the circumstances of our life will never line up in a particular way for more than a moment. The very nature of of our human experience is that the world of form is constantly changing why is it constantly changing because it's a projection it's illusion so the world of form is constantly changing because our mind is we can't make up our mind <laughs> however when we forget the craziness when we say okay been there done done that, got the t-shirt, and now I am ready to go back home again and only think the thoughts that I think with God, then there's a peace that prevails. So we're cultivating the pristine awareness. So we're taking out the trash. Yes, we are. And divine grace is our helpmate. Grace is an aspect of the love of God, which is most like the state prevailing in the unity of truth. So grace is an aspect of the love of God that all we have to do is accept it. Amazing grace. I once was lost, and now I'm found. How do we get to that space? It really is when our heart heart opens to the love of God, and we recognize that the holy purpose of our life is to be loving and kind and generous and patient. So it's not that we accept all circumstances, but we accept that as they are, there is a a perfect alignment contained within them. Our answered prayer is contained in the circumstances of our life as they are right now. And this is very challenging to accept, and this is why we gather together. Grace is not learned. The final step must go beyond all learning. Grace is not the goal of the course that this course aspires to attain. Yet we prepare for grace in that an open mind can hear the call to wake an open mind can hear the call to awaken. So if we're obsessing about our judgments and opinions, then our mind is not open to hear the call to awaken. So remember how I was saying that divine guidance, inspiration, and intuition is live streaming all of the time. If we're interested in the thoughts that we have made up, the meaning that we have made of circumstances, if we are looking to get, and the endless wanting and needing, and that's our focus, then we will not realize that we already have. It's already pre-installed. Divine grace is active in our life. So, are we willing to truly move into our heart and into our mind? Now, I'm going to invite you to turn within with me here for a moment And think of a situation in your life, maybe it's going on now, maybe it's something from the past, think of a situation in your life where you really do not like how it is, or how it was, really don't like it, do not like it, and you have labeled it as wrong, and you have labeled it as bad. You are thinking that it should not be this way. It should not have been this way. I guarantee you, if you're thinking that thought, then you feel upset about it. So you're never upset for the reason you think. For me, I realize the only reason I'm ever upset is because I think it should be different than it is. And if I think it should be different than it is, then I'm thinking divine grace is not here. No, divine grace has gone to somebody else's house and has forgotten all about me. But the truth of the matter is, I'm the one that's forgotten all about grace. And so it's time for me to open my heart and mind. So I'm going to invite you to do that with your hand on your heart, to close your eyes and go within. And align with divine grace. Now, contained in the circumstances that you don't like, there is an answered prayer. There is a learning that you can harvest. There is a learning that is of tremendous benefit to you. The more pain and upset you feel about the circumstances, the more wrong you think that they are, the more you're in denial of the answered prayer. The more you're in denial of harvesting the learning that's contained within them. And so what this does is it forces spirit to recreate this same opportunity to learn. Now some people have had horrific experiences and they haven't quite healed from it. And one of the ways to really get into that healing, and the true forgiveness is to release all judgments, all the meaning that you have made of it. This is not easy to do. And there have been a number of experiences in my life that were really painful. And what I've learned to do is to look at them with the love of God in my eyes, to invoke divine grace into my awareness, to invoke the Holy self, the higher self, the Holy Spirit self into my awareness and to say looking at these circumstances these events these choices with spirit aligned with spirit I say I do not know what anything is for, I do not know I've made all kinds of meaning from these situations and circumstances, but I don't honestly know what they're for. And every place where I've made the meaning that I have the right to think the thoughts of lack and attack, I'm going to surrender them right now. I'm going to make a holy offering of them right now. I'm giving them to you, Spirit. Please, assist me. I'm not interested in thinking the thoughts of lack and attack anymore. I'm only interested in the thoughts I think with God. I'm only interested in accepting divine grace, accepting the love of God, and demonstrating it in my life and as my life. So from now on, when there is upset, I'm going to take it as a cry for love, and I am going to call for love. I'm going to call for a greater expression of love through my very life. And I can honestly say that I've done this folks. I really have and and I, there have been many times when I've been having a conversation with someone and it's not been as I wished it would be and I have looked at them and invoked the love of God into my mind and said I do not know what anything is for. I do not know. And so in this moment, all I know is I'm interested in being a vehicle for divine love. I have everything I need, and I am grateful for that. So grateful. So God, you pour the love through me. I don't know how to love this person. I don't know how to love this situation, but I am willing. I'm willing to allow it to move through me. I am allowing and grateful and accepting. Show me, Lord. Let me know the truth. I'm cultivating that pristine awareness. I'm clearing out the crap, and I am giving the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit, and I am grateful. I am so grateful, and I am so thankful to live a life of love. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for my healing. Oh, yes. So we're invoking divine grace into our life, into our awareness, and into our practices so that we can truly, authentically live the love every day. Yes, yes, yes. If you're interested in healing... I invite you to go to com. We've got our break coming up, so maybe you can do that while you're on the break. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're walking the talk. We're living the love. We're getting it. online radio. I'll be right back.
0: What I desire for myself, I desire for all beings. There is only one presence and one power at work in the universe. As I align myself with this truth, I set in motion ripples of peace, harmony, and abundance throughout the world. In a quiet time of prayer, I center my thoughts on the perfect peace within me. There is no lack, no separation, only the wholeness of peace. I affirm aloud, I am peace, you are peace, we are peace. I rest for a moment, feeling my heart expand as peace radiates from me. I envision a world in which all beings live in harmony, free from lack, free from violence, and at peace. One by one, each of us creates this peace for all. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word, inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today, online at dailyword.com. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4pm Central, 2pm Pacific on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
1: So we're focused on grace, that the love of God is always with us. Grace becomes inevitable instantly in those who have prepared a table where it can be gently laid and willingly received, an altar clean and holy for the gift. That was such a beautiful, beautiful... Statement, it just touched my heart so deeply the first time I read it. It just made me burst into tears and weep. Uh, So grateful to realize that it's really about me valuing that which is truly valuable. It's about me really caring to know the love of God. That is the thing for me to open up my heart and mind to. And... Yes, we are very much, we get very convinced that we're a body. The body seems so real, life seems so real. And so, to me, it's about really beginning to loosen the attachment that I have to all the ways of playing small, all the thoughts of lack and attack. And this is not easy work. But you know what? When we invoke divine grace and we invoke the Holy Spirit into our awareness many times a day, it gets easier and easier. You see, because it is about us becoming devoted. Martin Luther King Jr. called it a divine discipline. Michael Beckwith calls it a discipline, which I think is a great name for it. So we're cultivating this ability to truly recognize the value of divine grace, the value of the love of God, the value of the oneness. So if we give ourselves permission to think thoughts of lack and attack when we feel like it, if we give ourselves permission to make negative meaning when we feel like it, we're literally saying, I don't value the love of God. My value in the love of God comes and goes. And this is why we think that we fall in and out of love. People talk about falling in love and falling out of love. If love is your true identity, how can you fall in and out of love? That's just craziness. But we, what we do is we fall in and out of an awareness of our true identity. We fall in and out of love in the sense that we take our mind's attention and place it on thoughts of lack and attack instead. So it says here, and uh, again we're in lesson 169, By grace I live, by grace I am released, released from the suffering. Oh my goodness, wouldn't we like to be released from the suffering? It says here, there is no need to further clarify what no one in the world can understand. So as long as we think we're in the world, we can't really understand it. Remember, I, if you listen, to, you go back in the archive to the show I did with Ken Wapnick. I asked him, how do you explain the oneness of all life? And he said, oh, Jennifer, you can't explain the oneness of all life. You know, you can't understand it. We can't wrap our minds around it. So we just accept it on faith. And I think that that's true, because everything in this world points to separation. But when we're willing to accept it, we're willing to understand it, then that awakens in us because the knowledge, the insight, the truth is already there within us. It's our denial of the oneness that causes us to forget what it really is, you see? So when we no longer deny the unity of all life, then we understand it. We don't have to strive to understand it. You see? How miraculous is that? That's divine grace, folks. It says, When revelation of your oneness comes, it will be known and fully understood. Now we have work to do, for there is time, there in time, sorry. <laughs> now we have work to do, for those in time can speak of things beyond and listen to words which explain what is to come is past already. Right? So this is one of the themes of A Course of Miracles, letting us know that time is an illusion, and we're actually reviewing in our mind. It's not real. Yet, what meaning can the words convey to those who count the hours still? And the... Rise and work and go to sleep by them. So if you're counting the hours, as many people do, have you ever done that? You're at work and you're counting the hours and minutes to get out of there. Instead of taking the holy opportunity to be the love of God in that moment, you're thinking that your good is somewhere else at another place in time. Don't we convince ourselves that time is real all the time by things like that, thinking that if only we were someplace else, if only if it was a different time, if only, if only, if only. The more we think those thoughts, the more we anchor ourselves in the illusion of time and space. And so our work is to liberate ourselves from the illusion of time and space. And if we find ourselves really attached or somehow, oh, feeling that sense of uh, upset, Around time and the movement of time, this is where our practice is. This is where we can cultivate the pristine awareness. I remember I used to be so weighed down by what I used to call the 10,000 things. It felt like I had 10,000 things to do, particularly when I was first in ministerial school, because I was working full-time, going to school full-time, and there was just so much to do. And I felt like I was running in front of a train of 10,000 things to be done. And I kept praying for peace of mind, praying for harmony, praying for an awareness of the truth. And you know what happened? One day in meditation, it hit me... Like a bolt of healing light. (laughs) I'm eternal. I'm eternal. Why am I allowing myself to be tricked and fooled into convincing myself that I am bound by time? That is an illusion. And I'm not going to energize it anymore. I am not going to play beat the clock anymore. No, I am not going to do that anymore. And so one of the things I also decided to do was to stop trading time for money. I stopped, decided to stop working for money and to work only for love, only for the love of it, no matter what I was doing. So I decided, and I didn't know it at the time, but I decided to stop giving to get. And I began to open my heart and mind. To divine grace, because the thoughts of worry and lack and limitation around time began to fall away. Because every time I started to think them, I would feel upset, and I knew that was my call to invoke the Holy Spirit, to invoke divine grace, and I did. And I surrendered the thoughts of lack and limitation around time. I reminded myself I was eternal, and all of that began to relax. It really began to relax. And it profoundly changed my life. Seriously. I had a healing. And I'm grateful for that healing. I'm grateful to know and live the truth to the best of my ability every day. There is no greater joy. There is no greater joy. What a blessing. What a profound blessing. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that we can have a healing So I'm inviting you to live by grace and to accept grace as the love of God. It says here, paragraph 11, Suffice it, then, that you have work to do to play your part. The ending must remain obscure to you until your part is done. It does not matter. Hello, It does not matter. For your part is still what all the rest depends on. So you take the role assigned to you, salvation comes a little nearer. Oh, as you take the role assigned to you, salvation comes a little nearer. Each uncertain heart that does not beat as yet in tune with God. Yes. So every time you make a loving choice the world is a better place every time you make a mistake and you forgive yourself and you invoke love and compassion into your heart and mind the world is a better place every time that you notice you're upset and you remember that really you're upset because you've been shooting on yourself or someone else and you move into your heart you move into compassion you invoke the holy spirit and you invoke divine grace into your awareness the world is closer to true salvation. This is your divine destiny. This is your holy purpose, as it is mine. So let us do it together. I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a deep breath of love with me. Love and gratitude. We're opening ourselves right now to the love of God. We're opening ourselves to divine grace, fully and completely saying yes to the love of God. How good it is. How good it is. Taking this holy breath, we give thanks that the Holy Spirit is walking and talking with us, that divine guidance is always available 24-7. We give thanks that divine grace is always with us. And we give thanks that we are learning to value that which is truly valuable. In grace and gratitude, we accept our healing. We share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I'll see you in 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 livingincourseofmiracles.com. And I love you. Have a great, great week.